The new Member of Parliament finished his after-dinner speech and sat down. He was not, of course, unaccustomed to public speaking, but the applause of these men who had been his schoolfellows brought him a slightly emotional embarrassment. Accepting the cigar which the chairman of the Feversham Old Boys Society was offering him covered for a moment this disturbance of his poise, and by the time it was lit for him he was more at ease. "'Did I do all right, Francis?' he said to the chairman. "'You were absolutely splendid. No platitudes, no dirty stories. Such a change to hear a crusader against social outrage. It almost seems a pity we don't have capital punishment any more, so that you could abolish it.' "'I hope I wasn't a prig,' said the new member quietly. "'My dear Andrew, you left-wingers always are, but don't let it worry you. Now, do you want another brandy, or would you like to uh, circulate? Andrew Lord refused the brandy, and made his way to one of the tables where his former housemaster sat. But before he reached it, someone tapped him on the shoulder and said, "'Congratulations, Andy, on the speech, and your success in the by-election.' "'Jeff Denman,' said the MP, after a moment's thought, "'thank God for someone I know.' I thought I was going to be stuck with old Scrimgeour there, and that foul fellow Francis Croy. How are you? What are you doing these days? Jeff grinned. I'm fine. Now that I'm knocking thirty, my family are getting over the disgrace of my driving a van for a living. So, if you ever feel like moving house to live among your constituents, I'll be happy to oblige. I minded that. Come and have a drink? You know, everyone here seems so young— I can't see a soul, I know. I thought Malcolm Warriner might be here, or that bloke David something I used to have those fierce arguments with at the debating society. Mal's in Japan, said Jeff as they went up to the bar. He'd be one of your constituents, as a matter of fact, if he were at home. Which brings me to one who isn't here, but is a Waltham Forest constituent. Remember Grey Lanston? The member, to whose back this had been addressed, turned and emerged from the crush with two halves of lager in his hands. He'd have been a year behind us. Tall, dark bloke. Wasn't there a bit of a fuss when his mother remarried and he threatened suicide? I heard he's written a novel. The wine of astonishment, said Jeff. It was obviously autobiographical, about a sort of hippie Oedipus. He shared my flat in Notting Hill with me and Sally for a bit, but he didn't write anything more, and when he started to feel the pinch, he took Mal's place for somewhere to live rent-free. There was some sort of messy love affair, too, I gather. He's living in my constituency? Jeff smiled. You said, my constituency, like a bridegroom saying, my wife, (laughs) with shyness and great pride. I know. For weeks I've been thinking, suppose I lose the election and still have to come and talk to you lot. What a fool I'd have felt. Does he like living there? He says the forest gets him down. I've been out there and I was surprised that there are such remote rural corners left only fifteen miles out of London. It's a weatherboard cottage he lives in, at the bottom of a forest road called uh, Pocket Lane. I think I know it, said the MP, and reflectively...